How do social entrepreneurs and small businesses create an authentic brand people love so they can get the edge they need to stand out, create predictable revenue, and compete against the big guys? That's what we're here to discuss. I'm Adam Force, the founder of Change Creator, and this is the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. This is your host, Adam Force. Uh, so listen, guys, if you missed the last episode, I talked about um, the enhance and then advance strategy. Uh, this is such a powerful strategy to, I mean, you could 2x, 3x your revenues pretty quick um, with these types of steps. And I want to talk about the principles behind it, what it means, and kind of get your perspective in that place. So if you missed that episode, definitely go back and check it out. Today, we're going to be talking with Wesley Matthews. He, he's the founder and CEO of a company called High Level Marketing. Um, they had a really great year and I wanted to kind of chat with him about some things because he works, his company is a marketing agency that's focused on uh, optimizing websites and things like that. And so numbers wise, they've been featured, uh, you know, in the Inc. 5000 list three different times. And in 2021, they're looking to reach about 21 million in revenue. Um, so they're doing really great stuff. And so lots of good insights we'll, uh, we're going to uncover with uh, Wesley as we kind of dig into it. And these are all part of just kind of building out your brand and some good marketing strategies that I think will help you guys along your journey. If you're enjoying the show and you want to show us a little support, just stop by iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That always goes a long way and uh, we appreciate it. Last but not least, um, if you're looking to kind of step up your branding, get your website developed, or you are an e-commerce brand, you want your sales system to actually be profitable when you're running ads, right? We run ads and we struggle to convert that traffic profitably. That is where we come in for e-commerce sales systems. And if that's you, um, you know, give us a book a call. We'll talk with you and see if you're a good fit. We got to make sure we can get you those results. But we're working with a number of clients and we're just having incredible results. And I think we could do the same for you. This this system definitely can 2x, 3x, and in some cases, 5x your uh, monthly revenues and definitely increase your average order value. So just stop by, book a call, we'll chat. All right, guys, that's it. We're going to jump into this conversation. Okay, show me the heat. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Wesley, welcome to the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. How you doing today, man? Good, Adam. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank, appreciate you taking the time. Um, looks like you guys have been doing some really great stuff. And just from what you're telling me, it looks like you had a pretty good year. So why don't you just give everybody the rundown? Um, I, I like to know kind of like what's exciting uh, right now, like what's going on that's kind of cool and top of mind. And then then just give us a little bit of that backstory of how you uh, got there. Yeah, for sure. So started high-level marketing in 2009. Um, and really the idea was at, at the time, there wasn't a lot of like web companies that were effective or really providing value. And the one thing about me is I love meeting other like-minded entrepreneurs and business owners. And I saw this big challenge um, of like a really good web company that delivers on what they say they're going to do in terms of SEO. SEO just kind of started to come up. Yeah. So we, I really spent the time building a transparent digital marketing company. So I want to really show the customer, like you're paying this, this is what you're getting. And we built a model off of that that was really successful. So if I, if I can reflect back on that time, I didn't think we'd have a, a five-year run with that. I thought the market was going to get flooded. It was going to change. But honestly, 
you know, 2022 looking back, that fundamental foundation is still effective today. I mean, the idea around that, you know, local businesses need a good digital marketing company that can provide value. Every customer we pick up, they've had a bad experience with the digital marketing, whether they were lied to expectations. So really it's, it's been a, a great ride because there's thousands and thousands of these type of customers that are still out there today. So we stay very current in terms of, you know, making sure that we're relevant, making sure our, our local customers are being ranked on Google and getting leads. So we tailor fit our product and services to each customer we work with. For example, if you're a local plumber in Wichita, Kansas versus Detroit, Michigan, you might have 10 trucks on the road. You might have one truck on the road. We, we just try to understand the customer's challenges and problems and then come back with a customized solution around that. And it's very, very effective. So we have over 2000 uh, customers uh, that we deal with um, on an ongoing basis, month to month now. Okay, wow, that's exciting. Um, and I mean, are you, it sounds like you work with a range of different kinds of companies. So any, is there, I guess, can you sweet describe spot. the types of customers that you typically? Yeah. So like our sweet spot, uh, B2C home services and healthcare. Um, again, just because home services, plumbers, roofers, electricians, I mean, B2C is heavily searched on Google B2B business to business like IT services or, you know, that's a different animal when it comes to digital marketing and how people search, but B2C, right? I mean, if, if, if you have water damage or you have a, you know, shingles coming off your roof, what are you doing? You're yeah. Google searching roofing companies in my area. You know, we know how important that is for like a 10 mile coverage area for, for a business to make sure that they have relevancy and rank. Not to mention when somebody finds that customer, when they go to the website, what, how, you know, what do we, what do we do with that customer when they land on the website? So that's a whole nother journey that we take with that customer. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess I'm curious, let's talk a little bit. I know you, you, you do SEO. I know you have a lots of different services and I have a focus on just like SEO, you know, good website performance, you know, sales funnels, things like that lead generation. So I'd like to kind of dive into some of those things. Um, and I'm curious, like what, when you, when you're working with people who, um, is the SEO thing more, um, I guess prominent, I will say for the low people who are local doing local business, is that like, does that become a priority for them versus some of the other companies that are more global? Yeah. In, in my experience, yes. Because again, if you take a plumber in your local market yeah. and you look at dollars or like, how are we going to get, how are we going to get customers and prospects um, you know, for me, investing organically with a little bit of paid and having a whole strategy, I mean, that's the quickest path of least resistance for that customer to see results. And, you know, you you know, as well as everybody listening knows that, you know, customers don't, you know, it's instant gratification. They want, they want to spend money and they want results now. So <laughs> yeah. I always look yeah. at a hybrid solution around paid search um, with organic, because obviously organic is more of a ramp up. And now, yeah. quite honestly, I mean, most of the customers we take on, you know, some are good, some not so good, but we have to re, you know, kind of rebuild from scratch. It's like having a home, you know, if you're, if you're searching for a new home and on the outside, you're looking at it, you know, new windows and the house looks great, but then you open the door and there's like a big hole in the foundation. That's a really good analogy in terms of like who we deal with. It's like, well, my website looks great and I spent all this money on it. We have to be the company to come in and say, yeah, but here's like the laundry list of things that that are wrong. And we can't, you know, we're not going to like reshingle the roof when the foundation's about to fall apart. <laughs> so what we've been able to accomplish as an organization, because look, I mean, 
how do you, how do we know this as an organization? Or if you're a sales individual and you're talking to that plumber, how the hell do you know if it's going to work? Like, unless you're a salesperson who's really educated in SEO. So what we've been able to do is develop some technology over the course of 11 years that could take a customer's URL, scan it against their competition, scan it against Google, literally run a bunch of AI. I'm just doing the short version. We could probably have another several hour conversation about what it really is, but what it does, it gives the customer a comprehensive report of everything that's wrong and everything that we can do, and then what that outcome can potentially be, which gives us a guide in terms of delivering that back to the customer to say, hey, work with high-level marketing. This is exactly what we're going to do and the time frame." So it takes all the ambiguity out of it because if you talk to people that invest in digital marketing or paid search or whatever, they're like, yeah, it didn't work. Well, what does that mean? What do they do? Why? Well, I don't know. Do you get reports? Why? Well, I, I don't know what that means. So like, <laughs> yeah. We actually put documentation and support against that. So when we onboard a customer, we go through the process, you know, we have a dedicated customer service management team who then also manages to that priority. So as they're discussing with customers and doing their, you know, the relationship side of it, um, they have something that everybody's looking and rowing in the same direction saying, this is our goal. You know, this is what we're trying to accomplish together. So it's not hodgepodge pie in the sky, which I feel a lot of digital marketing companies, that's how they operate. They just take a fee and cross their fingers and hope for the best and hope the customer is not going to complain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm seeing more and more, you know, it seems like the market is creating more and more big promises these days, you know, Oh, we'll do this or your money back and all these kind of big guarantees and things like that. Uh, So it's interesting to see the evolution of the space. And I'm curious um, two things, I guess the first thing is, I'd like to talk about a scenario for a local company. And, and I'll be honest, like I, I uh, do branding and things like that. And I have a, a, one of my companies that I worked with is a, Armelia, this one's for you, <laughs> is a, a local food company, right? And they do things without preservatives. So shipping all around is very tough because you have a, a shorter lifespan. So local becomes really important. So when you're starting up local, any just kind of uh, tips for a company, people listening who have uh, e-commerce companies do local stuff like that, like what are some things that might help them that you guys do? Obviously, they, they can't run the full gambit all of the crazy work that you do, but what are some jumpstart tips that might be good for local SEO that they can <clears throat> consider and think about? Yeah, so I think the big, you know, from, a, from the, my personal opinion is if you have local brick and mortar, that's yeah. a lot different than being a plumbing company in an industrial parkway that's going out to service customers. So for me, if I had a retail store or if I was involved in this business as one of the owners, you know, you're your best asset in brand value. I would be all, all over social media, you know, friends, family running campaigns on social media. <clears throat> Again, I think from a, you know, from a search standpoint, you know, I would invest in the foundation. Like we, we offer a foundational package, which gets, you know, that local business on every citation, I'm sure you're familiar with it, just making sure that the directories are sound. I would yeah. start at the foundational level, but again, just starting up, I mean, I would be as the owner, just getting out there and doing everything I can for word of mouth referrals because educating the market on who you are, you know, the digital marketing is a nice supplement to what you're doing, but I yeah. feel like it's going to take a couple years for that business to really see the value of that investment. So instead of the owner, like, you know, 
doing the food or doing that, like they got to get out in the world and start to develop their name before they can start to, you know, meaningfully invest in digital because, you know, again, not knowing too much or getting into the weeds. I don't like to see customers throw money at things that aren't going to provide a return. I'm always, if I'm going to give you a dollar, educate me on a clear path of 10 X, even three X. And in this case, it might be too early on to make that big capital investment. Yeah. That's just like my knee jerk reaction. And I feel as an organization, we're really good at that across a hundred plus individuals because our goal is to not take on every client. We want to educate them. And if we can provide the solution, that's going to be a win-win. It makes sense, you know? Um, and that's why like we really, you know, B2B is a different animal and we just try to be as transparent as clear as possible um, to make the customer's life easy and make sure it aligns with our, you know, vision and strategy, how we do digital marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And are you guys running? So let's say you're doing lead generation. Um, what kinds of lead generation are you, are you doing? Yeah. So mainly, I mean, a lot of our customers are, look, they're small local businesses. We do deal with some large franchises with several hundred franchisees below that. But look, most of them, they don't have sales process. They don't have Salesforce. They don't have HubSpot. So we ultimately look at the website. You know, we have our own proprietary technology that we call Mice that, you know, allows a customer to log in, manage their website, pretty much do everything you can think of. Customer can do that themselves or they call their account manager and all of our account managers can go under the hood and make any modification. You know, the second thing is, um, sorry, I, I kind of lost where I was going with that. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So much, so <laughs> much going to lead generation. That's what yeah, we're so doing. much going through my head. So what happens is, I mean, every customer has an email address, right? Yeah. So we look to see if they have Salesforce or any type of sales funnel running in the background. Most of them don't. So it goes yeah. to an email address. So like our system will, will load and save every lead and then it sends it to their email address. So the nice thing about that is when the account manager is having discussions with the customer, they can see all the leads that are happening. And then we have technology yeah. on the background that shows customers investment, how many leads are coming through. We also offer call tracking and all these other things that you can manage right from the dashboard. So what we try to do is the evolution of the customer is, is try to educate them on the technology and then start to suggest things over the year. Like, Hey, how are you following up on the leads that are coming in? Because we run into a lot of customers that might say, you know, last month was terrible. I didn't get any leads. Yeah. And the account manager might say there's 10 leads in the back end. Like what happened? Well, one of the challenges is some of these entrepreneurs are, you know, let's just say we're dealing with a tree, tree cutting company. This is a real example. You know, the gentleman's in the tree, cutting the tree and like missing the call. Sometimes he answers the calls while he's up in the tree. <laughs> um, and like, how do you follow up? You know, you're working all day, leads get missed, you know, and we'll play the call tracking for them. And then also listen to like how the sales team or whomever's answering the phone on their end are working existing leads, which creates like, oh my gosh, like that was scary. I don't want to listen to another one. So that's where we try to start with them is, you know, we can document and show all of our efforts and what we're doing on where everything's coming in from. I mean, even to the point of dynamically changing the phone number, like if you Google searched a local, you know, tree cutting company and you came in through, you know, this avenue, we can say, hey, like you got 10 leads from here, you got five leads from here. Like it's very, very specific. And, you know, again, going back 2009, I would have thought every business would have had all the sophistication and, you know, be ready for, for, for business. Companies don't have any of this set up. So, um, you know, we try to come in and again, understand 
understand where they're at, how savvy they are. Do they have a marketing person? Do they have a team to help them? Are they running solo? So, you know, we just try to go in and help them um, as best we can. And that's part of our process. It's not a, you know, sign up and then, you know, set it and forget it. You know, we're having monthly conversations with all of our customers diving deep quarterly. I mean, I have customers that are still on board that came on board when I started in 2009, you know, guys that had one barely running truck that now have fleets and we've been able to grow with them. So that's really cool. I mean, we are an entrepreneurial driven company and, you know, the, the potential, you know, the prospects and customers that we work with, they have to have an entrepreneurial spirit for us to like really kind of integrate together. We don't work with fortune 500 companies. I mean, if Apple called today and said, we need this, it would, it would hurt, but I would have, we would have to pass on that opportunity because we're so <laughs> focused on, on, on the entrepreneurial rent company. Yeah. Yeah. And are you guys running, you know, Google ads or YouTube ads, Facebook ads, stuff like that? Yes, we are. So uh, we're big in PPC. So sort of like our, our suite of product offerings, it always starts at the website. I mean, everything goes back to the website. So we have to make sure that that's sound organic search, paid search, mainly through Google. Um, and then kind of below that, we have like the geofencing, we have the YouTube, we have social media, which is more, I feel like brand stuff. You know, I've, I've kind of been brought up with like, I'm a big ROI guy. Like, you know, like I mentioned a minute ago, like 10 to one, you know, 10 to one. So the YouTube videos and, and the social media, I think is like good brand awareness and it might be cooked into a little bit of the budget, but, you know, mainly we're working with the home services, healthcare that want to drive leads and opportunities and we search for the path of least resistance. And to me, those kind of come down the, the priority order, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so let's say you're working with one of these small service companies and um, you you said that you like to bring everybody back to the website, I guess, as the, the primary hub. Um, and And what's your, I guess, where have you found the most success? I mean, people aren't driving traffic to the homepage. Are you doing dedicated landing pages and setting up those processes for them and things like that? Yeah. So from a, from an organic standpoint, you know, it's the website that, you know, just the service pages and the great content for PPC, the fastest way to lose and the fastest way to burn through your budget is to send them to the homepage. (laughs) Everything we do is we understand the target audience and we make specific landing pages around the specific service offerings in the areas we're going after. So every campaign we do, sometimes it might be five different, like five different services. I mean, we make a unique landing page, you know, again, you can't, you really can't click around that website. The only clicking you can do is submitting your information. Yeah. Uh, I love remarketing, right? Cause if somebody goes to your website and they don't buy or they leave, and then that follows them around. I know there's a lot going on with that right now, but that's one of my <laughs> yeah. really favorite brand building things. I mean, one of our, one of the things we used to do in my office, you know, if we'd have a customer meeting or even over the phone and I'd say, Hey, Adam, uh, go to our website real quick. Just, just so you type it into your computer and then we'd have a conversation the next day or whatever. You're like, man, ever since we talked, like you're everywhere. Like, you know, cause if somebody goes to the wall street journal or they go to Amazon, like they're seeing high level marketing everywhere they go. And I think like, that's a simple inexpensive form uh, to market. That's really effective that quite frankly, not a lot of people understand or know it even exists. So yeah. I mean, you're talking about just remarketing anybody that visits the website in the past, you know, whatever, 90 days, 180 days. I mean, how much do, how much does a small business really need to spend Wesley to, to set that up and how much traffic do you need for that to even 
be possible really because i know on yeah. facebook sometimes you have too much uh, you have a really small volume of traffic it's just not going to do anything you know yeah i'm all about quality over quantity i know a lot of digital marketing companies say well you know we can get you you know ten thousand clicks or this that and the other it's like that's fantastic you know i want quality clicks you know so for us you know most of our clients are coming in ranging anywhere from like we have a core basic package at like 350 a month I would say on average over the 2000 plus customers, we have 15 to $2,000 a month are typically where our customers are landing from an organic standpoint, from a paid standpoint. And what's cool about paid is, you know, once you figure out the mathematics around what is your lead cost? I mean, the question I ask customers that I, that I ask everybody, even employees, wave a magic wand. Where do you want to be in one year? If we work together, define success. And I'll tell you, that question is really hard for a small business to answer because nobody asks them that stuff. What they say is, we can get you 10,000 clicks. We can do this. We, can, <laughs> yeah. we challenge them at a different level. And sometimes it blows up. It doesn't work. They're like, this is too hard. I don't want to work with you. Just tell me. <laughs> yeah. But again, I want this to be a long-term relationship and I want to be effective. If we're not on the same page, it's not going to work. So we'll talk to some customers and say, well, we want 10% increase on XYZ. Okay, well, how are we going to do that? Because the conversation we just had, you want to go in these five directions and it has nothing to do with what you just said. And they're like, oh, right. so I, I feel like, um, you know, having those conversations, fleshing that out in the beginning is really, really important. Yeah. And then yeah. we come back with that clear deliverable and saying, hey, here's how we're going to get there. So again, at the end of the day, I'll, I'll challenge a customer and say, do you care if you get 100 clicks versus 10,000? Like, does that really mean anything to you? <laughs> if we can get after and say, you know, if we develop a lead cost for every customer, which I encourage everybody who runs an agency, be direct with the customer and understand what that is, because then you can look at the monthly spend relative to what's coming in yeah. and know if it's a success, putting a stake in the ground. And that's where I often feel a lot of agencies miss the mark and customers. They just don't, they don't know where they're at. They're spending money. You know, it's not, things aren't balanced. Yeah. And that's where we, again, like we're not perfect, you know, but when we strive to all row in that direction, good right. things. I mean, you got to have some clarity. It's it's hard to, if you don't know your KPIs uh, for anybody listening, key performance indicators, you don't know those numbers throughout your process. Like <clears throat> I, you, there's no way to get there. So for you to come right. in and give that clarity right. um, and it's shocking how many people don't really know their numbers or how all that works. And they're just like, go, go, go. And it's a churning process. <laughs> You know, um, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I had a question and I just lost my thought too. what I had, um, to piggyback off of that. Give me a second. Uh, what was it? We were just yeah, well, talking. I mean, about- while you're thinking about that, yeah, going back go to that one example, uh-huh. Google, Google reviews, right? I mean, the individual you're talking about, about the food company probably has a high level of people buying food, you know, developing that process. And I mean, Honestly, like nobody can tell me that they don't buy a bunch of stuff on Amazon. I won't buy anything that has less than four stars. I won't even look at it. So I think we're gonna, the next evolution of where we're going, and that's even Google reviews. I mean, I if I'm going to invest a meaningful amount of money in something, I'm going to do my due diligence. I had my basement finished in my home and I read every single review because one of my biggest fears of hiring this company to finish my basement the crew has to come in through my garage, walk through my kitchen to go to my basement. And I'm like, you know, sorry in advance, but I don't want to see you for four months. I have four young kids, my wife. I don't want you guys trashing my house. 
as I, and I, I literally had two objections. I was crystal clear with this organization. And when I read those, and of course, when I, when I asked them, they're like, we are the most professional and da 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 sounded great. Right. But who doesn't say that everybody's great. Right. But when I read the reviews of individuals, there was like about a hundred, I could really understand that these were real people and they were just, they gave some details that like resonated with me. And I was like, they delivered on it. I trusted them, but then the the customer review verified that and, and doing that. And I'll tell you, I hired them. They were amazing. They delivered on it. And then I wrote a review for them that went even to more detail. And they keep calling me back saying, dude, like we've picked up so many pieces of business because you basically said what everybody's feeling. So I feel a lot of customers like that's an easy way. I mean, it takes time, right? It takes time and you got to figure out a process, which we can help. We help with those strategies because it's so much more for us than just digital marketing and web and SEO. It's we want to see entrepreneurs succeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you guys mostly work with service businesses and things like that or e-commerce as well? Not really e-commerce. I mean, we will if we have to. I know that sounds terrible, but I mean, again, home services and healthcare, non-e-commerce is really our sweet spot. Yeah. I mean, e-commerce, I see, you know, a lot of that you see a lot today. Oh, we work with coaches and we work with service companies because they have high ticket price points. So you can run the marketing and do all that stuff where e-commerce can be a little, a little bit trickier. Uh, for people when they're running ads and things like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm from Detroit, Michigan suburb, you know, so big motor city. Right. And I've always kind of felt (laughs) like you have GM, you have Ford, like let's just use Ford. For example, Um, they have the Ford F-150. They have a chassis, they have a platform, they know what works. So again, you can buy a Ford truck. You can get the finest leather in that thing. You can get the most basic cloth seats. You can either spend 300 on that or 3000. But when we stay within the home services and healthcare from an engineering perspective, from, is this thing going to like fall apart at 70 miles? Like we're not prototyping things. So, you know, Shopify has come a long way, all these other entities. It's so easy to use where quite frankly, like we'll help advise and consult clients, but you know, that's not our sweet spot. We like to stay on that kind of you know, yeah. we speak home services and healthcare and we just know that space so well. That's why Ford isn't selling a Lamborghini, right? I mean, it's just- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody that's, and that's important, right? As a company, you got to know your sweet spot or have some kind of focus, not just kind of do, you know, work with anybody and everything, right? And for example, like, you know, look, we run across this all the time. Customers will call us and there's these opportunities where we're like, huh, maybe we should go. Maybe we should try this. Maybe we should help this customer. December, of 2021, like we did over a million dollars in new business in December. So for us, we're already at like the capacity for our team. We have about 109 team members. So like we see the market, it's there. There's still so many opportunities within our home services and healthcare that we're just so bullish and we want to just be the experts and continuing to just sharpen our, you know, sharpen our tools and just get better and stay in that lane and just be as effective as we can. E-commerce is a lot of support, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff can go, a lot of stuff will go wrong. 
and it's a completely different animal. It is a different animal. Um, yeah. A lot of those companies though, they're just like, to your point, they throw up Shopify sites and they're like, Oh, here's the shop now button. And they're like, Hey, hopefully people buy stuff. Right. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Uh, so there's a, there's an interesting gap there for people that, and that's kind of where we've been focused is I was working with service companies and, and e-commerce and with a new division this year, and I actually found some really interesting wins in the e-commerce space. And I'm like, no one's really tackling that as much. I mean, people are, but not quite the way we were. So that's why I like to see people. Yeah, you focus on those services and we're going to go over yeah. here. And focus it's on scary, that. right? I mean, it's just, it, it, there's a lot of troubleshooting. So like yeah. when, a, when your customer has a problem, it could be a million things going wrong. I know. For us, if the customer calls and says, hey, this is happening, you know, we have, it's like, okay, we know what it is. And it's, you know, it's, it's simple. Yeah. That's your, yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's interesting. All these processes and been quite a learning experience, but um, so what's the, I guess, plan for the next few years, anything interesting going on? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we had a great year, 2021, did about 21 million in revenue. We have about 119 members in the organization. So I feel like high level marketing today you know, we're not the, the new kid on the block. We're not a large behemoth agency, but we're right in the middle. So we have a lot of opportunity to grow. So our focus is, again, servicing our customers, grow through organic growth and just our natural growth of about 15, 20%. But then we're also going to be growing by acquisition. So we are looking to, you know, look at potential one to two agencies in 2022. Yeah. Um, again, I think that, you know, we just went through a transition in March. We took two agencies and put them together. Uh, we are now nine months from that time, and we've done a great job. If you think about it from an agency perspective, like there's so many costs. You know, if you're running a five million dollar agency, there's there's all these costs. Well, now, you know, we can work with some of these digital agencies and just roll them into our fold. Uh, we have leadership. I mean, I think if I can reflect back as I was growing high level marketing in the beginning, you know, it's you know team members are expensive and growth. And I mean, we have this infrastructure and model now where if there's agency owners that look that have built a good business, great clientele, but they're like, man, for me to get to the next level is going to take a ton of cash. I don't have it in me or whatever the case may be. That's sort of what we're looking for. And we have some good opportunities in front of us now because we are just, you know, full steam ahead. We're looking to grow the organization to hundred million in revenue. And, you know, we have no plans on slowing down. That sounds exciting. Cool. Yeah. And I guess I'd be curious um, as just to wrap up here um, for people listening, you know, running their marketing and stuff. I, what, what has been some of the keys that you have seen, maybe some consistent uh, factors as you are working with companies, you know, whether it's, it's just anything around, you know, having, cause you mentioned quality over quantity. What are some of the key things that create, quality customer attraction and loyalty that maybe people can be thinking about for their, their, their businesses. Yeah. I think it just goes back to really understanding what the customer wants. Um, and then how, how do you as an organization deliver on that? Um, I remember early on when I was in elementary school, we played this game where we all sat in a circle and the teacher whispered something in the first person's ear and they're supposed to go through all the individuals and by the time it got to me, I heard some stuff that I wasn't prepared as a kid to hear. Um, <laughs> and I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges uh, in an agency or growing a business is 
clearly articulating what the customer wants and what we're doing and how we're going to get there. Because the more specific and intentional you can be, and again, that creates the quality because you can just slap plumbing content up and you can just do whatever, right. And put something out in the web and, and, you know, develop a little bit of traction, but if you're intentional and you get specific and you find the right team members to help you, you know, really put quality work into that project, you're going to get quality in. I mean, honestly, it sounds kind of basic, but I mean, look, I've, I've, I've been in this space now for 15 years and I've seen a lot of that, that, that's that right there has always stood the test of time versus anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the core of it, right? The foundation and bad foundations. You won't, you won't get very far. (laughs) All right, Wesley, thanks. Where do people find you if they want to learn more? Uh, You can always go to our website, highlevelmarketing.com, H-I-G-H. You can find me, uh, Wesley Matthews with one T on LinkedIn. Um, I love when entrepreneurs reach out and ask questions and if there's anything I can help with, you know, for me, I love, meeting and speaking with other entrepreneurs. I'm an entrepreneur uh, through and through. There's been certain things that have really helped me through my journey. You know, just like everybody else, I've read a lot of books. I've done a lot of things. I've made investments, bad investments, but there's about three or four things that have really been transformational for my life. And I love sharing those things. So yeah, uh, reach out and happy to to chat. Cool. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for tuning into the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. Don't forget to stop by changecreator.com for more information, fresh articles, content, and our services if you're looking to build a brand that people love. And please stop by iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We appreciate your support.